0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Call 317-849-2933. Make an appointment today. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. My only dentist the last 26 years. Fantastic stuff. He and his entire team devoted to keeping your dental health as as good as it can be. This is what they do. 317 849 2933. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. There is all kinds of news going on today. First, let's talk, though, about the Indianapolis Colts, because I did some research yesterday looking at Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers is not an elite quarterback, and I will give you an, a, a great example why, a great statistic. Okay, Phillip Rivers, over the course, since 2010, Philip Rivers has uh, quarterbacked either the Chargers or now the Colts, 42 times where he threw two or more picks. In those games, It's a, that's not the horrible part. In those games, his teams are 8-34. and 34. He is dynamic enough only to win uh, less than 20% of those games in which he throws two or more picks. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers, since 2010, Russell Wilson, since he came into the NFL in 2012 for the Seahawks. Those two guys each have quarterbacked their teams in games where they threw two or more picks 11 times. Just 11 times. Phillip Rivers, 42 times. Phillip Rodgers and uh, Aaron, uh Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rodgers, who the hell is Phillip Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers and uh, Russell Wilson, eleven times. Those two guys. Aaron Rodgers has won more than he lost in those games. He won, He has a six and five record in games in which he's thrown two or more interceptions. Russell Wilson is five and six in those eleven games in which he has thrown more than two or two or more interceptions. Philip Rivers throws a bunch of interceptions and can't win games in which he does it. That is the sin of Philip Rivers. And that is going to cost and already has cost the Indianapolis Colts one game and is probably going to cost them games down the line. That's the difference between elite and non elite. Uh, Philip Rivers, he has a chance to redeem himself at home this Sunday. And I like Philip Rivers. they a nicer guy in the NFL but he's got a chance to redeem himself as a quarterback this Sunday against the Vikings. The Colts, three-point favorites. The over-under is 48-and-a-half. Oof. Ugh. You feel good about this one? I don't feel good about this one. I don't know. I, I think that the Colts are going to win, but that might be my heart talking, so I've got to sort this out before I decide to make any kind of investment. Um, let's talk about the Big Ten. The Big Ten, holy cow, what are they doing? like crapper get off the pot could you uh evidently abc news has confirmed that this morning they're going to announce the big ten will that football will reboot false sports will reboot and that'll happen as of the weekend of october 17th and i hope that that's the case because these guys deserve to play and and what what concerns the big ten had have mostly been mitigated by rapid testing, rapid results, and, and the, the research that had been done on heart disease among the young affected with COVID has mostly been debunked. So let's get going. Let's play football. Am I right or am I wrong? you damn right I'm right. Of course I'm right. That's what I do. Uh, 670 The Score has fired Dan McNeil. Dan McNeil uh, co-hosted Afternoon Drive, and two nights ago he tweeted this. Uh, about ESPN's Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor was doing sidelines. And he tweeted, um, NFL sideline reporter or a host for the annual AVN annual awards presentation? On the radio, you can say that kind of stuff because there's nuance, there's context, there's humor, there's laughter. People realize it isn't just a guy being mean. But on social media, where social media travels and a little droplet of mean can create a tidal wave of misery, you can't do it. You can't tweet that kind of stuff, no matter how clever you think you are. So Intercom, the parent company of 670 The Score, fired Dan McNeil yesterday, gone, and uh, you know what, let that be a lesson to all broadcasters. What you say on the air, you cannot tweet. You just can't do it. Because the dry word, without your inflection, without your tone, without a co-host laughing at it to excuse it, and without people in the car laughing because you're funny, you say things in a funny way. Like, do this. Do me a favor, and I'll give you an example of what funny is. All right, watch a stand-up routine by Robin Williams. And you laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And then look at the printed word. Uh, you know what? Transcribe some of it and read it, and you're going to be like, "What? This was funny. I I laughed at this. That is the difference. That's the difference between performance and between written word. And the Twitter is written word. And you cannot get away with the uh, the mean stuff. Look. And, and anyway, life in a uh, in a Dean Martin roast. Like, that's not what life is. Give people a break. Don't be so mean. Let's go. And if he had said it on the radio, he's not fired. But he didn't say it on the radio. He tweeted it. You get fired for tweets. Let that be a lesson to you. Let's all learn from uh, Dan McNeil. Uh, Pace's coaching search. People are saying that Mike D'Antoni is a serious candidate for this job. I think that that's because Kevin Pritchard and Mike D'Antoni share an agent. I think that's an agent doing his work and his clients participating in creating a, a bit of a competitive uh, sort of environment for Mike D'Antoni's services. I don't believe he's going to be the guy with the Pacers, but hey, I didn't think the Colts were going to go after Philip Rivers either. So, you know, every once in a while, my wires get a little bit crossed. Uh, let's not get that twisted. However, I don't think that the Pacers are going to go after Mike D'Antoni. What Kevin Pritchard said last week about how this search was going to be conducted and who's going to be the guy at the end of the day or the woman at the end of the day, I don't think Mike D'Antoni fits that bill. Uh, Paul George, how about Paul George last night? Paul George was terrible for the Los Angeles Clippers. I mean terrible, especially in the fourth quarter. Not only didn't he make a bucket, Hell, the Clippers didn't make a bucket for the first seven minutes of the fourth quarter. And Paul George's shot, when they hit the rim, they barely hit the rim. Everything was out on the outside of the rim. He looked like he was going to puke, for God's sake. Paul George was awful last night. This is what $35 million buys you in the NBA these days. A guy who cannot close out a series at all. Paul George dresses like a brand. He talks like a brand, but he plays—he plays like a very, very average rock band, right? He, he is just terrible when when the lights are brightest and his team needs him the most. The fadeaway is, is what Paul George does. That's that is his stock in trade has not played well, and you look at it statistically, he hadn't played well in the playoffs since he left the Pacers. Never should have left the Pacers. Never, 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 never. Paul George, you know what? you got to know who you are in professional sports, and Paul George doesn't, and that is revealed during crunch time. Paul George has got to figure some things out. He's got to tell. What's he got to figure out? He's going to make $35 million next year. Then he's got a player option for like thirty-eight. I think Paul George is going to be okay. He, he's going to get early vacations every year, but I think he's going to be okay every Oh, they got Paul George. They've got Kawhi. Ah, Clippers are going to win everything. Nah, nah, the NBA title is secure with the Clippers. It's unbelievable. They're No, 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 no. That's not Paul George's way. Um, how about this? The Nuggets, in the second half of their elimination games, they, last night... They were plus 17. They won the second half by 17 points. In game six, they won the second half by 29 points. In game five, they won it by 18 points. The bright lights melt Paul George. Uh, The Cubs won last night. Walk off hit by pitch for Cameron Maben. Six to five. (laughs) What the hell kind of a reliever do the Cleveland Indians have? That's awful. And uh, Javi Baez last night hit a home run, had a stolen base. Uh, the Indians, they throw the ball in the center field. Baez keeps trucking around third. He, he doesn't take a straight line toward third. He's rounding the bag the entire way, flies home, scores, and thank God that he did because the Indians, they, tie, they, uh, they tied the – it was 5-3 to three. going into the ninth. The Indians tie it at five on a two-run bomb. And then the Cubs, they find a way to get it done in, in the bottom of the ninth. But had Baez not done what he did, that game would have been entirely different. Uh, White Sox, they won 6-2 to two last night. They are three ahead in, in the American League Central. Cubs, five ahead in the National League Central. Today, the Cardinals, the Brewers, they play a twin bill. Cubs, they got the Indians again before tomorrow. Tomorrow's their last off day of the year. There you go, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? There's lots to talk about. I could do a full breakfast on almost any of these stories, but I'm cutting it all down. I'm condensing it. This is like a reader's digest version of of Breakfast with Ken. It's a lot of stuff talked about at a rapid pace and you don't really get everything. You don't get all the uh all the insight that you might expect, but we gotta keep it we gotta keep things rolling. Let's go. Pat Walsh, how you doing, brother? Um Let's celebrate some birthdays. Only four today. Tony Perkins, Will Brown, happy birthday. Brandy Schroeder, and Bessanne Bess-Ann Hato- Hustoski. Bessanne Hatoski celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, Inside Indiana Sports, now. We're going to talk about this stuff. We'll hear from Frank Reich. We'll hear from Philip Rivers. Like yesterday, we heard from Nick Sirianni, who every every single week, I love talking to Nick Sirianni. Um, We'll do that. And right now, we're going to go over to uh, Periscope and Twitter. And we'll do this all over again. And I swear to you, I will do it better this time. I will.